Welcome back everybody to Altcoin Daily. My name is Aaron. Today is a huge news day. Three big things happening with Bitcoin. I'm going to clue you in on all three stories. Big news regarding Ethereum. I'm going to play you a clip or two. Super Smash Brothers and XRP. Filecoin launching on all exchanges or a lot of exchanges, surprisingly. This is a video you don't want to miss. Like the video, support the channel, check the timestamps below, and let's get into it. Taproot has finally been merged into Bitcoin Core. This is an upgrade on Bitcoin's network that has been almost three years anticipated. If you don't know what Taproot does, let me tell you, Taproot is going to make Bitcoin's network a little bit more private, a little bit less congested, a little bit more capable of smart contract technology, all while maintaining a decentralized base layer. Now, unlike the other cryptocurrencies in Bitcoin, upgrades happen very cautiously and very slowly. Because Bitcoin is money, you don't want your money changing all that often. So something like this, we've had to wait almost three years for has been looked at and looked at. And now that Taproot's code has finally been included in Bitcoin Core's coding library, this upgrade is only waiting to be deployed at this point. It could take weeks, it could take months, depending on how the review process unfolds. This has been in the works since Gregory Maxwell proposed Taproot in the first month of 2018. The upgrade is perhaps the most anticipated soft fork in Bitcoin since SegWit was activated in 2016. Taproot would implement Schnorr signatures into Bitcoin, a cryptographic technique for signing transactions that would enable Bitcoin with more flexible and private smart contracts. Many developers anticipate Taproot will be much less controversial than SegWit and thus will be activated faster, though an exact timeline for deployment is not solidified. So Bitcoin is becoming more private, less congested, more smart contract capable, all while maintaining a decentralized base layer. This is what I like to see. So Bitcoin as a technology is getting stronger, it's getting upgraded, it's strengthening. Well, what about Bitcoin as a network? What about Bitcoin having an actual use case? Well, that is strengthening as well. There is a group of people protesting police brutality, not in America, but in Africa, and they've been told that their opinion goes against, well, basically, they shouldn't have the opinion that they have. And because they have that opinion, because they're protesting, their bank accounts have gotten suspended and they have now turned to Bitcoin to help out the movement. Young Nigerians around the world have been protesting for days against police brutality after years of misconduct. Special anti-robbery squad SARS is the specific police force they're protesting. Several protests are going on nationwide in what is being called the biggest youth movement in West Africa in recent times. As part of these protests, they've set up ways to provide funding. For instance, well-known social justice activists, the Feminist Coalition Group, manage one of the largest funds, and according to the group, financial accounts holding and receiving funds have been suspended today. The group's bank account has been suspended, and the links for donations on popular fintech platform, Flutterwave, like a Venmo, has also been deactivated. They are now cut off from essential supplies, and basically, you know, the government is trying to starve out this movement. Bitcoin to the rescue to fight attempts to censor protests by making funds impossible. The feminist coalition group is now asking people to use Bitcoin instead. And this is their official tweet from their official account. 
This is another major use case for Bitcoin as many Nigerians continue to adopt cryptocurrencies. The end SARS protests are decentralized. Protesters have repeatedly echoed the need for a leaderless campaign led by every individual participating in the protests. The decentralized protests meets decentralized finance. So far, 50 transactions have been related to the address they posted, and they have raised seemingly $3,000 so far. Even Jack Dorsey tweeting out to help their cause and also helping people realize why Bitcoin is valuable. Not that I was around during this time, but when Julian Assange and WikiLeaks needed to use Bitcoin years ago to get funding because they had been cut off, you know, that made people see at that time as well that Bitcoin has a clear use case and censorship is only going to grow. So this is incredibly bullish. Now, our last piece of news on Bitcoin. It seems to me that JP Morgan has pulled a complete 180. At first, they were totally against Bitcoin, totally against cryptocurrency. Then they were for their own permissioned JPM coin. Now, their analysts in their reports are saying that Bitcoin is basically here to stay and is probably going to grow in value, specifically this. In a research paper or in a research note on Tuesday, JP Morgan strategist led by Nicholas P wrote that because of everything we've seen with Square's cash app surpassing Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, the whole growth, given the app's popularity, JP Morgan strategists believe other payment companies to follow in facilitating client Bitcoin investment or risk being left behind. So they think what Square's doing other companies are going to do it too. Nobody wants to get left behind. Nobody wants to be the first. Now nobody wants to be the last. Now to go along with this, JP Morgan strategists also commented on Square's recent purchase of $50 million worth of Bitcoin for their balance sheet as a strong vote of confidence for the Bitcoin network. While the payment company's Bitcoin investment is still smaller than MicroStrategy's $425 million Bitcoin bet, JP Morgan says, it is likely the beginning. This is huge, guys. This is huge. You can see that we're on the cusp of something here. You can see we're, we're going to get into some Ethereum and some uh, altcoin news right now. But in my opinion, and other people have said this, it seems to me like where we are today is very similar to how things were in 2016. Very similar. Let's move on to Ethereum. Major news for Ethereum, guys. Let me play you a couple clips. The CFTC chairman, as in the guy in charge of the regulating body of the United States, surprised everybody, came out and said this. Let me just basically say how impressed I am with Ethereum, you know, full stop, period. Uh, and that when I think about this as a regulator, you know, I think of it almost uh, analogized to email versus the Internet. If Bitcoin is email, you know, a one trick pony, so to speak, but obviously revolutionary, Ethereum goes far beyond that. It's more like the internet. So everybody always thought that the government would fight against Bitcoin. Nobody ever suspected that the government would come out in support of alternative cryptocurrencies. Now, we also had this to say about DeFi. DeFi really, number one, it's obviously revolutionary. And I think at the end of the day, could lead to a massive disintermediation of the financial system and the traditional players and ultimately, potentially even reduce systemic risk in, in some ways, because we don't have, you know, the finance system concentrated in these large, globally systemic important institutions. This is obviously, you know, decades down the line, but it also raises a couple of other things. The, if a large portion 
of our global financial system winds up on Ethereum, uh, then we have real concerns about what if Ethereum went down, right? So there is a financial stability risk, you know, sort of for the system itself, the, the entire platform. Now, an interesting part of this interview, which is yet to be released in video form, is when they asked the chairman about Ethereum's transition from proof of work to proof of stake. They asked him that because if you don't know, the only two cryptocurrencies that the U.S. government does not consider securities or unregistered securities is Bitcoin and is Ethereum. But what happens when Ethereum goes from proof of work to staking? Well, this is the preface. It's unclear whether a proof of stake network would be treated similarly under U.S. law or if it would more closely resemble a security. He said this, the more decentralized it becomes over time and the more that it effectively runs itself, the more likely it is going to fall within the commodity category and not the security category. So decentralization and nobody controlling the network is a big thing for these things to for these cryptos to become viable in the Western world. And every cryptocurrency that is not decentralized and wants to scale in the Western world is going to have to reckon with the U.S. government at some point. And they seem to be pretty lenient if they're letting Ethereum through. We've seen them give slap on the wrists to other people. So, and he did clarify in this interview, obviously, that he does want to provide good regulations. Let's move on to some other pieces of news. This is really interesting. Professional Super Smash Brothers player will be receiving his salary in XRP. So this is a professional esports player, a, a real one. A high-profile gamer is joining SBI Holdings gaming arm, signing a contract to receive his salary in XRP. The player is Ken Suzuki. A professional player of Super Smash Bros. just signed a contract with SBI Esports, the gaming arm of Japanese financial giant SBI Holdings. Ken is considered to be the world's best Sonic player. Now, according to this announcement, and this was just released today, Ken will receive his annual salary in XRP instead of Japanese yen based on the wishes of the player, but probably more importantly, his sponsor. So... You know, no matter how you look at it, this is an interesting development. And by the way, this is the same company that offered XRP to its shareholders as a benefit earlier this year. So this company is super invested in XRP, it seems. And I mean, uh, esports, Super Smash Brothers, this has never been bigger. So, I mean, interesting. What do you think about this? What do you think about XRP not necessarily being used for banks, but uh, being a sponsor to esports players and getting great marketing. Interesting development. Our final story of the day is this. Just briefly touch on it. Filecoin has officially launched, bringing 200 million ICO to fruition. You know, based on the way people talk about Filecoin, I had assumed it was a dead project. I didn't even know they didn't even launch their mainnet and they were still had three years since their ICO. Eric Voorhees tweeted yesterday, the biggest news of tomorrow is that Filecoin is launching he says, yeah, it's a boring name, but this is easily one of the most professionally built, carefully executed, and valuable projects that has emerged from the ICO era. I'm so surprised that everybody's talking about Filecoin now. And also, the Gemini and Kraken announced trading support for Filecoin ahead of its mainnet launch, which is not customary with what they usually do. Historically, listing announcements don't come until after a given token's mainnet has launched. It's not clear if Gemini and Kraken, which appears to be the only major exchange doing this, are trying to start a new trend or if they're both just making an exception for Filecoin. 
uh, this is Filecoin, if you don't know, developed by Protocol Labs. It is a decentralized storage network. It is meant to enable users to buy, sell unused storage on the network using fill tokens. The project has been under development for three years. In 2017, Protocol Labs raised 200 million in just 30 minutes via an ICO. The mainnet was originally supposed to launch in March this year, but had been delayed multiple times. And now um, uh, it's hitting exchanges. And, you know, with all this press and all this exchange listings, I would suspect, and all people holding on to their ICO tokens for three years, I would suspect we'd see a little bit of a dump, people taking profits. That is it for me today, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Aaron. Great video. See you tomorrow.